Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Reup Podcast. We up on everything pop culture from the minds of twenty uh, somethings. Uh, I'm back again this week with just uh, Deshaun. Hello. Uh, this week is um, kicking off summer, kind of chill. Nothing too major has been going on uh, in the music world. I was the Doja Cat and Tyler Creator both dropped albums this week. Uh, I don't remember the title of Doja Cat. Have you listened to... I listened to... I'm almost done with Tyler's album. I think I have like two songs left. Uh, um, Call Me If You Get Lost. Is it good? I like it. Uh, Me, I was playing it in the car with me and my brother. Uh, My brother noted that, uh, you know, it sounds like... It has the production of Flower Boy, but it has some songs that sound like Wolf and Igor... So it's all around a good album. Definitely much. Uh, I definitely recommend it uh, over J. Cole's album that dropped uh, later. Sorry, earlier this year. Because that was just okay. This one at least get, has some cool songs in it. And some good production in it. J. Cole's album was was cool and all. But I mean, it just kind of fell flat for me. But all in all, I think it was... A good week for music. I, I'll maybe I'll. What about Doja? Maybe I'll give Doja's cats a try. I'm not really a Doja Cat fan, but if like one. Me those, neither. If one, if one of those songs, the album, like goes viral, I'll probably hear about it or listen to it. And if I if I do have to be in the car one day, and I'll maybe turn it on. But nothing like against her, just not my cup of tea. Uh, other than that. Uh, some major stuff going on in anime. You know, One Piece has been getting movie-level quality for a weekly anime, which, for some reason, Toei, like, doesn't seem to be, like... They're, they're not, like, they're under underplaying it, but it's like, get ready for this new episode of One Piece this week, and then the world is like, Jesus Christ, Toei, this shit looks fucking incredible. And they're like, oh, just another weekly thing. Tune in next week. So I, I I guess I don't know I guess everyone's working uh, overtime over at Toei Animations this uh, for the past couple of weeks because it looks crisp, very 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 crisp. Like everybody it, working for the weekend. Basically, I mean that's what it feels like. Uh, and like it it sparked me to go back and like watch my uh, favorite One Piece moments because there are a lot. I forget. What would you say is your favorite? I have a lot of favorites. Like I think I was telling you earlier, like my favorite arc has to be Marine Fold and um, Ford. I mean, sorry, Marine Ford and Imperial Down, because I kind of kind of lump those two together, and those are like probably my, my most of my favorite One Piece moments come out of, come out of there. Uh, second to that would probably be Alabastia, and a lot of my favorite moments come before the uh, time skip. I mean, I, like, not like saying after the time skip is bad at all, because you have uh, the fucking, um, what's uh, Sanji's family? The Vine Smokes? The Vine Smokes. Vine Smokes and um, Big Mama's dumb fucking world and shit. That was, that was cool. I enjoyed that. Shit, I enjoyed the uh, battle between Luffy versus, uh, what's his name, with the Mochi Powers. That was cool. Katakuri. Katakuri and, uh, uh, Don Flamingo's reign was interesting. That felt kind of long, in my opinion, but it was cool. And they gave you a good, cool backstory with Law, but it doesn't—it hasn't hit 
the same way early One Piece has been. But at the same time, it's not It's bad. big lore stuff. It's, it's huge lore stuff. Like, it's not, nothing, I'm not saying any of it's bad. Like, all of it's, like, A-plus top-tier stuff, but I get, it just doesn't, it doesn't, hasn't hit that powerful impact for me like early One Piece did. How about, That's how about you? I mean, I enjoy this later One Piece stuff. I just haven't been keeping up as much, but, uh, like, when they were flashing back to Odin. Mm-hmm. Odin's pretty cool. All these characters right. that like we hear about or like have been name dropped showing up, being like, badasses. It's pretty cool, but like I just it's still I rewatched the clip today and it still gives me shivers. You know, uh, Whitebeard's last words in front of, in front of the entire world. You know, the One Piece is is real. Everyone's fucking sparks up. It's like oh shit. This thing, this thing, everyone's this has been a myth. The entire plot of the show, okay, it's real. Okay, so Oda isn't pulling one over us, and it's not going to be the One Piece's friendship. Nah, this this stuff, this thing is real. The treasure is real. Yeah, it's the adventure along the way. No, I... Everyone <laughs> jokes about that. If, if that's the ending of One Piece, you thought the George Floyd riots were bad? Nah, the weebs weren't out, the weebs weren't out there. If it was the journey along the way that makes One Piece, there's going to be riots. There, there at least One Piece is probably going to get an ending? Question mark? It will. I think it will. I mean, at least they're not on the eternal hiatus. Oda's not like on his like deathbed. <laughs> no, Oda's pretty young comparatively. Right. He he's got unless a freak accident happens. God forbid. It happens. Uh, I mean, it happens. It happens. But as of right now, it, it seems pretty clear. I mean, hell, as far as we know, I mean, it's a, it's a shame that the author Berserk died because, you know, fucking Rocky never doesn't want to share his fucking vampire mask and, like, his immortality with the rest of Watch a Rocky just creel over one day. Bro, have you seen that man? Looks like he's in his, like, mid-40s. I don't know what he does. What do you you think you think fucking the that uh Phantom Blood was a fic was a work of fiction? Nah, that's that's it's real. It's real. He, it's truth. He's in a. He found a stone mask out in Mexico. Right. <coughs> and this man doesn't age. Continue writes, and like like crazy and change like this man changes his art style each volume. If you look at JoJo and did know it was written by one person, it looks like it could be written by multiple people well, he's drawn by multiple people but uh no nah, he writes it and draws it right mad respect <laughs> props but like I, I i feel one piece will get an ending will there be a bunch of like loose threads Probably. questions yeah yeah there will i mean it happens to any long-running series nothing really wraps up in a nice little bow anymore but I feel like sometimes people do that on purpose because it gives people it gives people more to talk about after a series has ended. Yeah. We keep fans yeah. open. People make their own stories. You know, people make their own fan theories. The the uh, community still continues even after the main show ends, and the legacy will continue to grow. I feel like that's a a good a good aspect of like having a, a positive look on you know plot points that are 
you know, left by the wayside. Cause Can we talk about how Max this week oh. did did something great? His PSA? How his PSA on that Kazuya is not a Shoto. Right. Uh, so if anyone's wondering, we posted it in our Discord. You can find it there, the, the full video. But the synopsis of it is, you know, the PSA, the 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 dad of fighting games, set us all set us all down on his knee and, and explained to us, you know, what makes a Shoto character and why you know these Smash people go complaining about all these Shotos coming into Smash. We're sick of it and claiming that Kazuya from Tekken is a Shoto character. When in reality, what this the he's, he's far not, from it. He's far <laughs> from it. He's a sub. He's a he's a he's a uh, a variant almost that came from the idea of Shoto's, but he is not classified as a Shoto. If he has any classification, Matt said it's it a back, Mishima. He's a Mishima. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's its own archetype now. That's its own archetype now because the Mishima family are built different put it like that but when you I mean think, yeah when you think of a shoto usually in a fighting game it's their main character it's the person you see in the box art the person everyone will pick up to try to learn the game and that was because you know the people that started it off characters like ryu and ken fit that mold that's on the the front the the front bubble lap layer of what a Shoto is. The main character, the one that everyone picks up, the face of the game. Meanwhile, KOF and SNK. But that's not what makes the fully makes a Shoto because you have characters like SNK, SNK characters that made spin-offs to make fun of those characters. And then in turn, Street Fighter and Capcom did the exact same with those characters. So you have these I mean, yeah, cause characters that real Rio Sakazaki he, he, from Art of Fighting. Right. Slash King of Fighters. He inspired Dan, but he was a Shoto man himself. But he's not. But he's character. not the main character, really. The franchise, like he had the Art of Fighting series, which is the main. Who cares about Art of Fighting? Like be, Fatal Fury is like it's be, between yeah. Fatal Fury and KOF. Right at that point, it would be Terry, and Terry is not a Shoto. <laughs> I think. Like, yeah, I mean, it's Terry and Keo, which right. Keo variant Shoto because variant he has Shoto. the KOF has he, the grounded projectiles. So, yeah, the difference is, is that he has a grounded projectile, and then his uppercut is less of an uppercut, but it's more of like a spin attack where it goes up, right. kind of like Terry's. It's a, so but uh, what, he doesn't have a tatsu. On the side of mechanics, along with the main character and the archetype and the look, it usually boils down to three things: a a fireball, a dragon punch, or a DP or uppercut, or and a uh, tatsumaki simpliaku. Which is in layman's terms a spinning kick that gets through proje- projectiles and moves across the screen. That yep. is what makes that those three plus the other things we mentioned make up a Shoto. So you have people like Ken and Ryu that yes are Shotos. Akuma is a Shoto. He's not a variant quite yet. Akuma, so not Akuma, um uh what's his name? Sagat is not a Shoto. He has. The, You're gonna make that argument. I feel like he's not. He has the inverse Tatsu, so that that bumps him down. You know, he doesn't. He yeah, no, I feel like he's a, a variant. Like he he has the core idea down. Mm. Just it works a little bit. Different. A good example of a variant would be Dan and Sakura. 
Yeah. If Dan is purposely meant to be bad. He has all those moves, fits the mold, fits the archetype, but he's meant to be bad. He's not meant to be a good character. And Sakura is supposed to be the next generation of this of this model, where she has the DP, she has the Tatsu, she has the Fireball, but she has different mechanics. She has um that triple jump uh, move. She has lighter punches. She has her own various uh, combo routes, so, which so she's a variant Shoto, but she's based off of that design. But she meets the requirements. Because technically, she's the main ca- she's the mainish character of the Alpha series. Trying to push. When you think about the Alpha series, that's what you think. That's why. I, I mean, I I I think about Alex. Is, Alex is kind of the main character in my opinion, but well, Alex is the main character of Third Strike. Oh, you know, no, Third Strike. I'm sorry, Alpha Series. <laughs> Street Fighter 3 is a weird mess. Yeah, Street Fighter, so... Street Fighter 3, <laughs> technically, Alex is supposed to be the main character, and you have the Shoto character, like Sean, who was technically, again, was supposed to be bad, which is unfortunate, because I like Sean. Uh, but I, I, the story goes... He's throwing his basketball at you, Greg. <laughs> right. Well, the story goes is that during playtesting for Street Fighter 3... It was so bad. People, they like were forced to add mainstays like Ryu, Ken, Chun Li, and Akuma to promote the game because no one was gonna have a cast of characters that nobody knew. Which is unfortunate because the game is still fun. Well, at least the final iteration of that game. Uh, but when you get stuff to like Virtual Fighter, uh, what was it? Was it um, Akira? Akira from Virtual Fighter isn't a Shodo. No, he's far from it. Hey, he has no projectile, Mm-mm. nothing near a tatsu. It no that, and plus, like what Max said, if anybody's playing Akira, they're playing like mental forty chess because Virtual Fighter is defe- uh, deceptively simple. Mm-hmm. Not many buttons you gotta press, but you're playing a game. You're playing a back and forth, whether you're gonna uh, block or not, because Virtual Fighter is very heavy on. If you're uh if you get attacked while you're attacking, the damage is doubled pretty much. So Right. And he may look he's got the headband, he's got the gi, he's got the black belt. He looks the part of the Shoto. He looks like a part because of the Shoto, at, but at the time, again, Street Fighter was king back then, and he wanna if you wanna sell stuff, you gotta look like Street Fighter. So they make uh, Akira look like him, but does that that does not mean he plays like him. Yeah. Like if they well, Akira's a assist trophy in Smash, but if they were to make him a character in Smash, they'd be like, oh, no, the Shoto. I was like, actually, Akira plays more akin to something like Smash Brothers because you'd be doing forward motions. and Right, and <laughs> in the video, Max says, you know, it's not entirely the Smash player's fault from what how media has, uh, has the Shotos have evolved over time. That being said... It's still some ignorance where you got if you if you want to claim yourself as a fighting game. Yeah, no. So bad. they're admitting it. They're admitting that they're not a fighting game. Right? At least the, the, the <laughs> guy who makes it, Sakurai, he loves made, fighting games. He made this game because of his love for fighting games. And it shows in the way the game plays. But when you want to com- want to complain to everyone else, say, hey, we're a fighting game too, and don't know your history. Well, it, it kind of comes off like you guys ignorance. 
then they also get mad that more fighting game characters are getting into Smash, which right. I'm just like... What they, need, what they do need to be mad about is all these anime characters, sword fighter characters that keep adding. All, all these fireman characters, but anyways, right. like, but also, you know, I'm over here, like... It's logic, though, Mario and Luigi could be considered Shoto-type characters, Shoto-esque characters. Because in the game, they're the, they're the main protagonist of the, the face of, this, of, this, of the title, right? They have a fireball... They have a dragon punch. And they have a projectile dodge. Right. Mario has a little cape and then uh Luigi, Luigi has, has uh the the <laughs> the rock the, the charge burst, whatever the, the headbutt. Yeah. So they're close, they're they're this could be considered short over variants. They have an uppercut. More so than uh <laughs> Kazuya. And when you think about that, it's like man, that's how much Shoto's have evolved. Over time, from the from the per people that started it all, Ryu and Ken. But it yeah, it shows that you gotta know you gotta know your history if you want to have it. It's argument. funny, what? like every other fighting game. If there was like a fighting game announcement and they were like, "Here's another character from another series," even if we barely know that series, we're still gonna be hyped for it. Good example is when Geese was announced for Tekken. So many people in the Tekken community were like. Who that? But he looked cool as fuck. Or fucking, uh, then all the SAK, uh, SNK fans were like, fucking Geese and Tekken, dude. Right, I mean. Oh my god. The, I mean, you guys, even you guys accepted Negan from The Walking Dead. Uh, I wouldn't say accepted. There was some salt about it, but. I also, you guys have a pretty, uh, adamant creator that says, I put in who I want. Get over. Yeah. So. He says, don't ask me for shit, so we don't. And even when he asked us to be like, you know, he kept wanting to put Ganryu back in Tekken 7, and he was like, hey guys, how y'all feel about Ganryu? You want Ganryu back? And everybody just responded with, don't ask me for shit, so he was like, fine, then. <laughs> he put him back in Tekken 7, so. <laughs> but when you have people like, this character should, should deserve to be in the game because of blah 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 history, blah 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 history, because you want it to be but when you don't get your person the character of choice, you go, who the fuck is that? He's not, he has no history. This guy has, this guy has, has less history than fucking Banjo, fucking Banjo-Kazooie. Banjo-Kazooie had three game, two games in the course of 10 years. And then was signed. Meanwhile, Kazuya. Kazuya has been a main, has been the main protagonist since Tekken 3. And Tekken 3 was what, 1997? No, not Tekken 3. Tekken 1. Well, technically Tekken 1. Tekken for technically Tekken one, because Kazuya, not Jin. Tekken oh, right, three right, is right. Te- Jin. Right, right. So Kazuya starts in Tekken one, mm. throws his father off the cliff. Now Heihachi's technically the protagonist of Tekken two, technically because Kazuya's the final boss. Mm. But then it goes on. And from the from the from the uh, leaks slash rumors from uh, I think a year or two ago, they said like, "Oh man, I thought it was gonna be Heihachi." Yeah, I thought it was gonna be Heihachi. But you know, again, like it. But Kazuya and Hachi, it could go either way. I think Kazuya got it because he got the fucking double gene, the devil gene, and the extra yeah. the superpower part. Because, but that's about that's probably probably the, the one oh. notch above why he he got it instead of yeah. Hachi. We could have got the Heihachi at the end of the Tekken Seven story, you know, where he like goes to the blue aura, the dying Heihachi for state. Right? Maybe, maybe. Right? You know, he's he's on the stage, you know, so. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. You know, and um, for for me though, for as another, as I like to, I like to keep 
keep my heart up, keep my my heart open to see what Capcom does that's not Resident Evil. Because, you know, for Capcom, so Namco has we waiting. two reps right now. They have for two two they this Capcom has a DLC rep. They had one rep already with uh, uh, Mega Man and Ryu. No, sorry, Pac-Man. Sorry, not uh, Oh, you're talking about Namco. Namco, Namco, right? And technically, I think Namco technically owns Smash Brothers, right? Like, it's produced by Nintendo. But don't they do most of, like, the... The, um... Like, the, the coding and work on it? Is it, is it all... I, I, no, that's HAL Laboratories. HAL Laboratories, okay, sorry. Which is a subsidiary of Nintendo, because that's Sakurai's studio. Right. But then... Who used to do Kirby, but... But, um, uh... Cap- I think they still do, but Cap- Sakurai doesn't work on it. Um, sorry, Microsoft has two reps... With Banjo Kazooie and um, Minecraft Steve, yeah, right. Um, Capcom has Capcom Ryu Ken Mega Man. See, the thing is with Meg- see with Capcom though, Mega Man and Ryu have been since since the Wii U since the Wii U game, right? Yeah, and they didn't have any DLC because Ken was in the base game of this of Ultimate. So if they're on the if they're the next up for DLC, you know, can we get fucking Dante, please? Like Dante and Virgil. I feel like Dante is going to the same pit where Travis Touchdown is, the me costume pit. They couldn't. They w- They did that to my boy Travis. I'm just like, you know, my, you know how many if he came out with <laughs> me costume, you know how many what the hell is this memes on Twitter? They would They'd be, be because everyone would be pissed, and like also because you know you have Kazuya and Hayashi in the background. T- canonically, in that universe, Akuma exists, and it, we don't need. Okay, we don't need another Shoto in Smash because 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 uh, Ken and Ryu play like early Street Fighter, and they put like an early like a Street Fighter two uh, Akuma. We don't need that, Greg. In no. Smash Brothers? Okay, I, I'd be on the Smash Man side if Akuma appeared because that's actually too many Shotos. I get it that they've been putting in everybody's bad guy for like the Smash game, so you know, like Ridley, Sethiroff, all, all, all of them, but Akuma? Put in Bison. Put in Bison. Put, put in... I want the... Uh, the what, what's psycho, the name of the movie? Psycho Crusher? Psycho and just spin towards the screen. I, that, put in Bison. Um, I mean, or Gil. Hey, you put in uh, God Rugal. Seth. God Rugal for, for, for Terry. For KOS. But, but that's not Terry's villain. That's KO, that, that's KOS villain. But, I mean, that's Keo's villain. But Geese is... You gotta put in Geese for Terry. He already got his next-gen port. Like, you know? He can pop in. I mean, he in the stage background. He is in the stage background. He come pops out of the stage background. But I mean, predictable. <laughs> he, what, uh, Capcom could add Virgil. They could. I mean, I don't want them to add. I, I see them adding in Nero. That would make the most sense for the newer age of people to promote stuff like Devil May Cry Five. But also, I don't want them to take the easy way out and add like a Resident Evil character. I have no hate for Resident Evil. But like, what Chris Redfield gonna do in Smash? You gotta throw it, <laughs> punch another rock, <laughs> punch people, and then 
and then shoot people's wives. We already got solid stake for that. And then the only, I guess the only other logical choice would be Monster Monster Hunter character, right? I mean, the Monster Hunter was in a uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. We we seen them in a fighting game. I would and like they, to see them in Smash. And they didn't play bad, like gameplay wise. Marvel vs. Capcom wasn't complete garbage. It's what infinite? Infinite, yeah. It it, it kind of was. But I mean, it, the, the 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 core system. The core system was fine. Was it's fine, just right. The actual gameplay and making it work was just wasn't smooth good. brain. Wasn't, was wasn't good. <laughs> uh, one thing also, uh, fighting game, uh, grandpa, uh, fighting game dad Max talked about also. I think um, last week was you know. The fighting game community and casuals. You know, people have been making the argument that, oh, like for Guilty Gear Strive, it's easier. It's too easy now. And all these casuals say, I can just go in, mash buttons, and uh, beat out top tier level people. Or, you know, it's too easy. And now these god level players are just, well, aren't making the game fun for, for, new, for new players. And it's like, it's making it simple to expand its audience. We wouldn't have Strive if it wasn't for Dragon Ball uh, Fighter Z, and how because it brought in a whole new audience of people to this to this uh, this genre, and all the people are moving over to Strive, and it's easier for them to jump in to, and learn. But- to all those people who are saying that Strive is quote unquote like easier. For casuals is really not considering that yes there's less button inputs yes there's less dumb mechanics cause like let's be real did we really need insta kill did we really need that no not really No. I mean Roman canceling a little bit easier this time around Hey, I, you know, it's it's a little bit easier. I'll, I'll, I I will call myself out. I put my Roman cancel, my psych burst, and my dash on on single buttons. Yeah. I mean, it I, works. It's funny. I I pride myself on being a casual, but I I put I like to say because what what Max said is like the casual person isn't putting hours upon hours into the game, learning combos, learning from what their from what their loss is, and in the lab all day long. I like to do that. I find that fun. And it's for, I didn't realize until he explained it, but like most actual casual players. Floor floor five and below. Floor five and below. I've been sitting on floor eight, seven, and six fluctuating there. And I thought, man, that's where all the casual people are, all the smooth plays. But no, I forget that there's floors below that. Yeah. And like uh, all the top tier players, they're all monsters lurking up in heaven and above. Right. Like. No top tier players getting the ass smacked by a casual in Strive just because the mechanics are easier. Mm-mm. Like, yes, the, there's more damage to be done, but the thing is that the top tier players have already, you know, made combos to where if this casual player fucks up once, they're in the corner busting through the screen and then getting, you know, ulted. Like, and then that they they would say, yes, you have the people that do this. Always people that ruin a game for somebody. You're gonna have those sweaty the Totsugakis, the, the the heaven people, per, uh, purposely sandbag to level one to play newbies, and that's that's never gonna be fun. But nine times out of ten, that's not happening. You know? Yeah. 
And well, in order to increase the love of the game, you're going to have to ride in their audience. This is the top, the most selling thing our system works has had in a long time. But that's not like been. Like, that's not Fighter Z. That's like not from like from the from their own house. Dragon Ball was so popular because Dragon Ball is Dragon Ball, and it's so lucky that our system works got to work on something like that and make it accessible for everybody. And speaking of other games, people should support that are getting comebacks is Melty Blood. I heard about that. Melty Blood, Lumia Blood, uh, Lumen Blood. It, I mean, it's a remake. You probably won't get the story because it's technically Melty Blood's story is a sequel to the visual novel Tsukihime, which is part of the Nasuverse, which is also connected to Fate. Don't question it. Probably not going to get the story, but it's a cool fighting game. And okay. the joke is, is that people play Melty Blood in the bathrooms of Evo, which is unironically true <laughs> because we have seen hotel setups of bathrooms of people playing Melty Blood. Like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Evo was never the, well, it used to be, it wasn't your normal convention, right? I mean, sure, Comic-Con gets crazy, uh, but, uh, BlizzCon or whatever gets crazy, but Evo was very, for a long time, very underground, very niche. If you, have you ever been to, like, a comic, a, a comic book store or a manga store and you're got, you're, and you're looking around and you're like, God... It smells like nobody showers in here. It's like that, it, but like it's not. I don't think it's like that too much anymore. It's it's gotten a lot. It's gotten a nice a polish to it these days. I mean, shit. So uh, Sony bought it, so it has uh, more of a marketability than it, it used to. But and the great the day, thing is, is that on a projector you know, screen in some in some hotel lobby, it's a, a hotel um, dining hall, and that's what that was. Evil. Yeah. So. You know, it may it may sound you know, like what the fuck are these twenty five year olds incels doing in the bathroom playing these video games? Playing Melty Blood. But it was a, it was a culture. So, I mean, you know what's great about like uh like Melty Blood and all that is that like now it has room to get on the stage. Considering that we no longer have to worry about melee. Yes, I'm throwing shade at you, Smash players. You guys took two spots for how many years? Right now, the list... Because when Smash 4 came out, y'all still had Melee on the main stage. Right now, now games that haven't had... Especially Arc System Works, which I, I love you, Arc System Works, <laughs> is getting them spots. Right now, on the main stage is, I believe, last time I checked, because most of it's still going to be online, is Strive, Street Fighter V... Uh, I don't remember if Mortal Kombat did it, got it anymore. It may have or may not. And, um, fuck me. Tekken 7. Tekken right. 7, yes. And I think Virtual Fighter, because it was the new game of the... No, Strive took the new slot. Strive yeah, Strive took, took the new, new slot. Because so, nobody knew Virtual Fighter was coming out. That was a surprise announcement. A surprise. So probably next year, next year's Evo will be exciting to watch. Well, we've been hearing rumors that this Virtual Fighter was just a teaser for a possible VF6 because this game is the older game it's like 10 years old I believe like I thought it was VF5 out. is old it's just a remake oh. in the Yakuza engine oh so it's just a remake of, in the Yakuza engine so we haven't got a VF uh, like an actual VF game in hey. years and Capcom if if you if you if someone at Capcom ever like comes across this video 
if I, I know Street Fighter 6 is struggling in development and we, we won't hear any word of it until Street Fighter 5 ends and it won't end for a while because they're taking their sweet time. Say, so, hey, why don't you take a bite? Uh, Street Fighter's been in every Evo for a long time. Take a step back. Put your, put your Street Fighter bags down and uh, work on that uh, Darkstalkers, maybe. Please? Please? Maybe? Anybody? I'll take a new Darkstalkers. I, I, I'd really, it, I'd really love a new Darkstalkers, please. And speaking of variants, variants, mm-hmm. Loki episode three. Loki episode three. Was- we got some lore bombs. Lore bombs. Uh, preferably probably the biggest one was you know, the TV. Oh, spoilers. Oh, spoilers. Right. Spoiler warning. Now. I, I'll put my water bottle up once it comes back up. That's when spoilers are over. Right. Uh, the, the biggest the biggest lore bomb was that the TVA was not all created by the timekeepers. They're all different variants for different timelines from Earth. So Mobius want Mobius is want for a jet ski because he's human. Yeah. All right. You know. Also, the big lore spoiler is mm-hmm. Loki's name, which if you did some research, people, that, that's the Enchantress. Mm-hmm. Which. I was like, ah, yeah, my theory was right because no, 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 Finn Loki has blonde hair. That that's that's not normal. Um, it's funny. Everyone's talking about her and like his um, the psychokinesis with lift, lifting the building at the that that long that that long take at the end of the episode, and their like their talk about love and all this stuff and him being canonically bi. I think my favorite scene from this episode was him drunk and him singing in um ice guardian Guardian. i wonder was that an actual like icelandic language or like i tried swedish or something so i tried to i after i like i literally when i was watching the episode i went back and put the closed captions on for for english to figure because some usually when it's english it will say speaking in a certain language no it just says as guardian it didn't say anything at all actually no. Oh, for me, it said Loki singing in Asgardian. Oh, really? Which, yeah. Which, 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 I, sucks which I was like, what is Asgardian? But anyways. Right. It was very, I thought that was like a very personal part of Loki that like, probably like his, he heard his mother sing or his, like some like, very deep part. Also, uh, also, know, I think he was testing Fim Loki because yeah. the, the thing is that he wanted to know, like, okay, because, like, he had seen these things. Like, he had been talking to her for a while. He does, he knows that she hasn't really shown that kind of Asgardian flair like him. No. She does. She seems like she fits in a little too well with these regular people. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he's, like, you know, he's singing in Asgardian, and she's just kind of looking at him like. Also, I like, if you remember from uh, Thor 1, when Thor is eating at the diner, and he smashes down the bottle, and he goes, fucking another, and it breaks. Fucking Loki, yeah. does, Loki does the same thing, so I guess that's an Asgardian thing. Because also they're all their like silver is like gold, so it doesn't break as easily. Yeah, it doesn't break. Well, I mean, in mythology, it's like Asgard is well, not Asgard. Uh, Jotunheim, Valhalla, 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 and all that is an infinite mead hall where you, they sing and celebrate until they have to go fight. Jormund, Gondor, and Fenrir at the end of days, but um, also people raging about like the whole Loki buy thing. Like, that, it's fucking Loki. That's canonical. Do, do you know who Loki Loki's done in mythology? Odin's steed, the eight-legged horse, Slipnir. 
That, that's one of Loki's kids. Yeah. From a horse. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Yeah, y'all yeah, think like y'all think like Greek mythology. Loki's weird. Fucking everybody's bad. Yeah, like Loki's Loki's gets around. Uh, who did he fuck to make Finnier? Oh yeah, he gave birth to Finnier. I think he's Finnier's mother. Something like that. Like Loki's weird. All right. <laughs> like not saying that being bisexual is weird or anything, but, no, but like, I wasn't surprised in the least. No, right. Like like his gender. Fl- he he. Gender fluidity. Loki's not binary, right? Like he, he's he's a, a pride icon. If you, I guess, if you want to call it that, right? Um, I like the uh, the variants as humans is interesting because I'm 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 wondering. I heard this theory that all the variants, the the TVA variants, come from like King the Conqueror's conquered timelines. Like he'll take a, a piece of a handful of people before he destroys that timeline and puts them in as to work and shit kind of wipes their memory and then puts them to work I mean well that's the thing is that I don't know if they're gonna do it differently that'd be interesting cause like Kang like Kang and the TVA are basically on like appeasement grounds basically mm-hmm. TVA pretty much leaves Kang along cause they just don't have the resources to go deal with Kang and his dumb bullshit um, <laughs> which the Marvel Universe, Cinematic Universe, kind of needs a big bad since they wasted Thanos really early. They wasted Thanos, they, they... Galactus ain't that scary. He only eats one planet at a time. Like they that. got rid of Dormammu pretty quickly, too. Yeah, Dormammu's satiated. Um, also, weird thing, um, Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, is learning magic in the comic books, and she had a fling with Doctor Strange. It was kind of weird. I mean, she had a fling with Rhodey in uh, Civil War Part 2. True, true. It, it's Carol. Carol. Carol's a just um, but that dead character. That's gonna go top. One thing I did want to talk about that I that I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize until I was watching like um Easter egg videos about it. In one of the episodes, I think it was episode two of Loki. They they showed the shot of the elevator going down through the TVA. I've been there before. That shot is from the Hotel Marriott in Atlanta, Georgia. Like, well, yeah. Well, until, the, the peach at the end, you know. Well, yeah, but like until you get to the part of the bottom of the elevator with the timekeeper statues, that obviously doesn't exist. But that giant long shot with the sprawling, with the with the um, the levels to it as they're coming down, yeah, that's the shot from the from the uh, Marriott, and I performed there multiple times for for um, my for my college. I was like, oh snap! I don't know why I didn't recognize that before. I've I've been there. I've been there multiple times. I've so been cool. to the TVA. I've, I've been to the TVA. It's like that's kind of cool. I don't know why uh, Marvel hasn't like released a line of those variant jackets because I want one. I feel like they're missing out on some money there, but that's just me. Uh, you you have caught me consuming yet again. If that comes out, I'll be honest. Those jackets kind of cool. Um, I'm over here like with Loki. Like when I watch it, like I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Do I think it's? I think it's just all right. It feels like. I feel like it I, feels like Doctor Who. That that's the closest thing I can yeah, describe it to. It's like basically it. like. It's not like David Tennant or like Matt Smith Doctor Who though. It's more like Christopher Eccleston Doctor like Who. Two thousand five Christopher Eccleston, and that's and I'm just why like I'm enjoying it. So it's much. just all right. As I mean, one of the, the biggest black Doctor Who fans I know in my general area, 
that's probably why I like this so much because it's a lot of talking, a lot of um, sci-fi running like fast moments, and a lot of quirky stuff. Like there, I think there was the hurricane episode. I was watching with my dad, my brother, and my dad was falling asleep. He's like, I can't, I can't get into it. So, like he he lost, he he fell out about the time when uh, Loki was talking to Mobius about like who, who created who and stuff. Like that's one of my favorite parts. It's very yeah. Doctor Who-ish, and I love it. And I feel like out of all the three shows, WandaVision, Captain Falcon, and the Winter Soldier... Captain Falcon. Basically Captain Falcon, whatever. Captain Winter Falcon? Yeah. And Loki. Loki is the one, the probably the biggest one that's meant to set up stuff in the movie in the movie universe. Like, I, Wanda had a... We'll see. Wanda had a... We'll see. Towards the they end, like the, yeah. They like to wrap up their shows with a neat bow. I hope they don't with this one. I really hope. Because I was like, because uh, the way they ended, at least the way they, they, they ended. How many episodes is it going to be? I don't know. This one is it going to be six? Like, uh, I hope it's like eight. Captain America. I or? hope it's eight like uh, WandaVision or 10 like WandaVision because uh, there's like so many different, like, like if I go back to like the original trailer, there's so many stuff like you haven't seen Loki in that I would like to see him in. Speaking of Marvel. Uh, this week was released the Shang Chi trailer two. Uh, it looks good. now. I want it looks it. good. I am pretty hyped for it. I like kung fu movies. I, I like more than once. Like that movie. vibe. We're getting Fing Fang Foom. If I think that dragon is who I think it is, right? I think we're getting Abomination. If that's who I think it is, if that's Abomination, that's gonna be a lot of questions because. He got out of jail somehow because he was frozen on ice allegedly. And the Hulk movie is can- is canon because it's canon. because if you everyone forgets, uh, the first they Avengers- keep talking about Har- Harlem. Yeah, the first Avengers movie is like uh, UK Doctor Banner. You know, the last time I was in New York, I kind of f- messed up Harlem. I was like, yeah. And then and uh, Luke Cage and Age of Ultron. Uh huh. Thunderbolt Ross like shows fucking. He's like. Hope Storm Harlem. I'm just like, yeah. No. And then in the uh, Luke Cage, the the dude in the corner selling bootleg movies was selling the clips from uh, the Hulk incident. I thought that was funny. That was that was like he's <laughs> selling bootleg videos of bro Harlem. Harlem just don't get a break. They don't get a break. Like the insurance living up there must be ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, Hulk like canon in the, in the MCU, so. I don't know. I don't know who Thunderbolt is like leasing the abomination out to. I thought for a second I thought he was beating up uh, fucking Wong from Doctor Strange too. And how do you feel about uh, the rings being like bands rather than? I mean, than rings. I think it's a it's a it's a cool taste, a cool twist. You know. I, I hope they have the powers though, because like each ring's supposed to have like a different power. You know. Right. It's better than. The dude in the black, the giant black armor with the with the the uh, the rings all. No, that's that's our armored adventures, Mandarin. All right, I I kind of like that Mandarin. Like, it's better I, than it's better than comic book Mandarin, which is real, ooh, ooh. kind of spicy. But uh, you know, he's a green man with a. With, but it's funny. With a thin mustache. Right. So, uh, and the Marvel has been uh, sorry. At least Disney, I think, has been. Has been, you know, polishing up, Marvel's, cleaning up things. Uh, Marvel's history a bit because we, we can't refer to Mumbaku as man ape anymore. We just can't. You can't refer we to Mumbaku as man ape anymore. <laughs> you can't be calling uh, Shang Chi's dad is no longer Fu Manchu. <laughs> 
right? Uh, it's some real rough stuff. It, 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 look. Hey, but Marvel was a progressive one out of DC and in, in, yeah. in Marvel. Yeah. yeah. It took that one run of uh, Green Arrow and Green Lantern where uh, Green Arrow is like, uh, the black man comes up to Green Lantern. And he's like, why, why can't you say people that look like us? You don't say everybody else. Blue, green, purple. You can't say people that look like us. And then Hal Jordan is like, well, I, I don't care. And then fucking Green Arrow's like, how? You've been across the universe and saved different people. How are you racist? I mean, I love, I love the scene in the animated series. Fucking, uh, fucking, uh, oh, yeah, John Stewart uh, can't make a jump shot. Oh, yeah. No, that's funny. I thought that was funny. But, yeah, uh, I think for, in terms of, you know, uh, of the time, racism, Marvel had, was slightly better than DC. But you still got to glo- clean this shit up off for the big screen. Speaking of, like, racism in Marvel, like, I've been seeing a lot of comments when I was going through some Sang-Chi trailers, comments, talking about, you know, well, I'm not supporting this because it relates to China. I don't think the Shang-Chi movie does that. You know, me personally, I try to avoid Chinese products because I don't approve of what they do. F, uh, like, I, I just don't. I try to avoid it, even though I do have a Disney Plus account, which there's some issues with that. But I try to avoid that. But there's a difference between something that, you know, celebrates the culture and, you know, talks about, like, has Asian Americans in it mm-hmm. and something that appeals to, like, the Chinese government. Like... Mulan, for example, skipped out on that. Probably will never watch it because the issue is that it was filmed in an area where Uyghur Muslims are currently being genocided by the Chinese government. Shang-Chi, all of these actors are, from far as I can see, are like U.S. Asian Americans and some of my- who haven't done anything wrong. And, and show them some support because right. Asian people really been getting the rough end of the stick, especially with this whole corona right. stuff. People have been real... You know, and, you know, some of my favorite movies promote a, a Chinese uh, a sentiment. Like the original, like Ip Man movie was about this Chinese master uh, uh, upcoming the oppression of you know the the Japanese oppressions coming in during that 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 war era. One of my favorite yeah. scenes of Bruce Lee scenes is that he's in front of this this, this sign that says no dogs and no Chinese people, and he flies up there and kicks the sign down. You know, and then he's fighting these. He goes into this dojo, this Japanese dojo of like these karate men, and takes them all on. And, and it's like you know his his might because he because he's a proud that's why citizen. That's why people have issues with Jackie Chan current. Really? Because I don't know Jackie Chan was doing Jackie that. Chan. You know he's a native son of Hong Kong, right? And Hong Kong has been independent on, on its own for a while, and now the Chinese government's coming in and being oppressive. And now, all of a sudden, because like back in the day, he was very much pro Hong Kong, pro you know, independence and all that. And then now he's like, I'm in Chinese government. I support him. I'm just like Jackie. No, mm. Jackie, maybe, please no. Maybe he's broken one too many bones. Maybe he's. But I, I no, I I think what it is is like. Here's my conspiracy theory. I I think that God is failing. Oh, <laughs> Not gonna lie, no, but oh no, oh no. 
I mean, look, I mean, like, if, if, if something about Jackie Chan and his family comes up on the podcast, we'll talk about it. But for right now, we're <laughs> running out of time. That being said, I'd like to thank everyone for watching and listening to another episode of the Rhea Podcast. You can find us always on YouTube and Spotify from our YouTube channel, channel, channel and Spotify channel. Uh, links will be always be found on our website. We can have links to our social media pages. You can find links to our Discord. You can find links to our Twitter and our Instagram where we upload clips and snippets of the podcast. Uh, on Discord, we, we can come chat with us and talk to us. As we're always on here, we uh, streamed uh, the Gundam movie today earlier. If, you want, if you're interested in that stuff, come uh, hop on and come chat with us. For now, continue during the rest of your summer, and we'll see you guys next week.